Is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to repeat, but they are going to play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are going to be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take in that. Take that, take that, take that. Brooklyn's down, baby! Brooklyn's down! Good evening! And welcome back to another edition of the Mind T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only in existence, Talon Tony Taylor. Or they like to call me Talon Thomas Taylor. It is a beautiful, 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 beautiful day here in South Florida. As we're looking at a day that is 72 degrees. It's November 9th, and in case you're unaware, in case you just happen to be li- literally living underneath a rock, then you happen to know today is the day after the election. So, we're going to talk some real shit today. We're going to talk some football. We're going to watch some basketball. <sighs> it may get heavy today. We know what I say. Regardless of that time, and regardless of that weather, it is always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking back at it like a sports fanatic. Guys, you know what? Pardon me for a little bit. I'm going to adjust this mic. I'm going to sit back on this one and I'm going to relax. Because I don't even have to look at any notes for this one. I just want to kind of get... Kind of personal with you guys for half a minute. So obviously, and before I start there, before I start there, before I start there, I do apologize. Alright? Obviously, I have to let you guys know that today's game in the background is going to be the New York Knicks versus the Brooklyn. Or the Brooklyn Nets. The New York Knicks versus the Brooklyn Nets. And we're going to go in and out this game. We haven't paid too much attention to basketball yet. It's still early in the basketball season, so we haven't really, 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 really cared too much as we see producers in the outside of the studio trying to grab my attention. But the reason I wanted to take some time out, put it aside, and just to let you know, you almost didn't get the podcast today due, due to a, a minor family emergency. My podcast almost didn't come when it needed to come today. I was about, I was about to postpone this to tomorrow morning. I said, you know what? I couldn't let a whole nother day go by without me taking this opportunity to talk about the presidential election. Because I, I, nobody cares about it two nights after it happened. Just like how by tonight most people have calmed down from whatever their initial reaction was. And I let's not let's not be let's not be coy about it. The candidate that I wanted to win did not win. But that's also because the candidate that I wanted to win 
wasn't on the ballot. So, this is what I to tell you. Donald Trump is the next president of the United States. And my first reaction is, is I can't even say it's one of shock. Because I went to sleep last night. I'm not going to lie. So let's just tell you what happened. I couldn't stay awake to save my life yesterday to try to even begin to watch these results. So I went to sleep. I'm talking about as early as like 10.30, which is, which is uncommon for me, even on a day when I am exhausted. As we come back from halftime of this Knicks and Nets game, as the Knicks are down, or let's just say the Knicks are down, Brooklyn. Well, the Knicks are down, the Knicks at home. The Knicks are down 55 to 50. As we see Jeff Van Gundy calling the game. I'm not sure who the fellow is beside him, but they're going to talk about the right combination of things that, they, that the Knicks need to try to get. As we're going to talk about this very briefly, because the, the Knicks, they've been a little upset because, you know what? The pick and, they said the pick and roll hasn't been utilized for them too much, and they don't like the triangle. But I'm looking at them, and it looks like they're running like a pick and, pick and, pick and roll triangle, like a pick and wrangle. That's a show on this highlight. The Knicks moving pretty well. I mean, obviously much better in the first in the second quarter than they were in the first quarter as they put up only 19 points in the first, 31 in the second. But it seemed like they may have found a way to move the ball and they seemed like they, and they also seemed like they may have been down early and they also came back. And they, they came back to, to close this lead. As you see even Brooke Lopez out here shooting some threes. Hustling underneath the board, getting some boards over Joaquin Noah. Brooke Lopez looking like he like he's finally developing into the player that, that they always thought he was gonna be. No, no longer, no longer worried every two seconds about the foot injury or the back. Oh, I don't even know if he had a back injury, so I don't want to say that. But like I said, don't want to get too much off topic. So obviously, the person that I wanted to win did not win. The candidate I wanted to win did not win. But more than anything else, it was it was kind of shocking to me to see that. To see, a little shocking. I'm not gonna say too shocking. It was a little shocking to me to see Donald Trump win. And, I'm not going to lie, Mike adjust. Donald Trump does scare me some. For the simple fact, and listen, those first six minutes may have been brutal, as I realized, the mic was not connected all the way. Things happen. You got to adjust. And listen, we ain't going to too much. We ain't going to too much anyway, so... Most would have happened is that you, you, I just sounded really far away for a really long time. Well, I'm back. We're back. My Sports Podcast. Live. Mix a law. Starting. 8.07. Today, had a little family emergency. Start a little late. As we see, now the game is 57 to 52. New York Knicks and Brooklyn Nets. And, like I said, I was, I was... I'm a little, actually, I actually I'm shocked. I'm a little more afraid of Donald Trump than more than anything else because it's kind of hard to want to root for a guy that starts off just spewing race, racial undertones and being a bigot and being a sexist and then saying, and saying all the stuff he say about the Mexican community, the black community, um, women, like to have all of that and then say, you know what, I'm going to make America great again. And it's, it, it's very hard to try to figure out what make America great again is because when you're taking shots at the Spaniards and you're taking shots at, at African-American, you're taking shots at women, 
Well, those are three figures in America that had to fight like tooth and nail claw just to get the simple rights that we have now, which include just being able to vote. Yes, women, African-American, Spaniards. So when they say make America great again, it's kind of hard to try to picture which America he is talking about when he starts off excluding groups of people and attacking groups of people within his own country. So, I guess more than anything, that's the biggest surprise to me, is how somebody like that is, is somebody they're rooted for. Because, for those people that he's attacking, it's hard for them to get past the message. You see, and, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later as we, as we continue this presidential speech, this presidential talk. Alright? So... When I hear that, when I wake up this morning and I hear that Trump has won, has, has won the election, he's not going to be the next president in January, because for now, my president is still black. But until, uh, until I woke up this morning, I guess it was hard for me to believe. But then you wake up and you hear it. And I'm not surprised. Once again, I've, I've said this before, it's not the first time the Republican Party has put a celebrity literally has put a television star in office to run this country. Not the very first time. So, now you have to figure, and, 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 he, and, he, and you have, now you have to figure that, okay, he has won. You have to get why and accept it. And the biggest thing that made me accept it today, surprisingly, which actually made me kind of laugh, is that somebody said, well, he's from Queens. And when he said that, it made me shrug my shoulder and say, ah, I guess he is a New Yorker, so you know, like, he can't be half that. And then, you know, you have to kind of go back and you, have to, and you have to go back and say, listen, just because he may spew racial undertones and he may, and he may have attacked a group of people, it does not mean that everybody that votes for him feels those same way because if that was the case, I mean, if everybody that was for Hillary believes in conducting yourself with so much criminal activity that you should even have a job. When it, come, when it comes to regular job safety, well, like she said that she didn't know simple tact and, and, and simple um, security. Which scares me just as well for somebody that wants to run this country. You're telling me that you have been associated with the White House before and with an office for so long that you're telling me that you don't know what is security email and what is not? Or what is security messages and what is not? all the other things that go along with her. You know, um, the, the, the child the child labor and but like I said, even Donald Trump can be child to child, child labor because as long as they have any kind of business overseas whatsoever, they're gonna be partaking in child labor because that's how you save money overseas by partaking in child labor. So any one of us that buys anything that says hey made in China excuse me we are supporting some form of child labor. It's just like how they try to say, oh if you buy drugs you support terrorism and we have proven that to be wrong because never violence is legal. It is legal. Instead of blood, when the medical marijuana is legal. Medical marijuana, that is. Passing the six other states. 
and I'm and I'm and while I'm happy to see that kind of progression, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what I keep what I keep continuing to say even when it comes to medical marijuana. That is all fine and dandy. Real progress is not gonna be made with medical marijuana until we can get this class one, this class this class one classification <laughs> um, as a drug. It's classified as a class one narcotic. Which means that it doesn't have any kind of medical purposes whatsoever, yet we are passionate for medical purposes across the state. Now listen, all that means is that, yeah, while the state may have done it, it still means the government could always come in, they can shut your shit down, find you, and give you, all, and give you all kind of problems. So, like I said, while we're taking the baby steps, just know that the, the, the big fight, the big, big fight is still with trying to get the entire class one narcotic classification removed from marijuana because it's not until then that we can really start utilizing it for the research and oh as you see there was a bad landing as Brooke Lopez landed on David Lee and David Lee not David Lee um Courtney Lee as you see Courtney Lee uh, grimacing a little bit in pain don't know how bad he landed on him. May have just hit something, banged something. Who knows? But ah, doesn't look sweet. Brooklyn up 59-58. A little over nine minutes to go in the third quarter. So continue with this presidential speech. So knowing that not every single person that votes for him happens to be a sexist, a racist, or a bigot, then it means that those people were able to get past his hate speech to listen to his message. And there's something that I know that is definitely true for sure. That change must happen. Just like Barack built his whole campaign around change. In a weird way, so has Donald Trump. And while, like I said, while, while, while there's so much negative things that he has said, you have to do remember we have had we have had a system that has largely failed for the majority of its existence a lot of it though when republicans are in office because of the expenditures and the way they and the way they handle the deficit and the way they handle the, the finances i'll tell I'll, I'll say it right here like i like i said it 16 plus years ago who went how 16 well how many years ago that was now when the when the second George Bush got elected into office, prepared to go to war and prepared to mourn. Now we may not mourn so much this time because our technology has gotten greater, but that all depends on who we're fighting because some of these people that we're fighting, the numbers are just massive. Now we we may not lose. Why we may not be losing troops? What about all the innocent civilians that keep getting targeted in all of these establishments, races, buildings, churches, you name it. This, this is this is a weird election because while I can see needing to basically almost debunk the whole entire system in a weird way, and I can see the need to not have a polit I love a politician in there and somebody that's willing to think outside the box. It's just hard for me to constantly keep back at somebody that I know that said 
the kind of things that he said that that, that basically excludes sexes, races, and, and, and ethnicities of people. We'll continue talking about, I'm, I'm not sure what, when we come back from this commercial. Medical cannabis and its 500 naturally occurring compounds are treating dozens of diseases and symptoms. Like its symphony, cannabis compounds perform better when they work together. This is known as the entourage effect. The two most well-known cannabinoids are THC and CBD. We have to say yes to adequate levels of not only CBD, but THC and other cannabinoids. Support medical cannabis legislation in Florida that allows regulated access to the many benefits of this life-changing plant. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. And you know what? I'm gonna get off of the subject because I want I want to pick up this tempo. I don't I don't like tempo in today's podcast. So bear with me as we do a do a quick mic adjust. You're gonna hear a little bit of static, maybe a little bit of noise, but that's just me getting I'm getting myself into a different position. So there you have it. That's what I said. Ultimately, not only do I want, I need whoever is president to be successful because their success means our success. We can't have another, we can't have what the Bushes were. So as long as you're not as bad as the Bush, but you can at least keep bringing the country into a positive direction like Obama was or like Clinton had, then if that is technically your agenda, then I can at least try to sit back and wait to see what happens. But, oh, no, no, listen. What is today? November 9th, 2016? The Alpha 9-11? That's actually how it looks on my calendar. I do day, month, year. <laughs> so, yeah. There's no, by this time next year, I'm going to have my gun permit. And I'm gonna have my official weapon. I'm gonna have my first official weapon. And depending on how well I'm doing, just know that that, that weapon that I'm trying to get is gonna be an AR. Cause I know how to use it and I'm comfortable with it. And I wanna snuggle beside it like I had to snuggle all those nights while deployed. You have no clue. There's no better thing to snuggle with than your gun. Hmm. As you snuggle the gunpowder through the nozzle. As it helps soothe you to go to sleep. was a week that saw Arizona on a bye week, Chicago on a bye week, Cincinnati, Houston, New England, and Washington on a bye week. But for you fantasy owners out there, you fantasy players out, players out there like myself, made it a rough week made it a rough week. You had to do some fandangling. You had to maneuver some things around. But 
No, you know we're, we're good a little. We come now, just a tad. When we come into when we come into week ten, but we're not gonna talk about week ten yet. Week ten is gonna come up in a whole nother segment. Week nine. Week 9, I'm going to apologize. I, I, I keep saying I'm apologize to you guys. Let's let you know that week 9 was a blurry week. For the simple fact that I went to the Jets and Dolphins game. As I told you guys I would. And let me tell you this also. If you listen to the Mighty Sports Podcast, I was getting now back into our regular flow as the first segment of the show. Happened. I went into the big presidential debate. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you know that last week you didn't get my picks. You didn't hear my picks. I did the week eight. I did the week eight results. And I didn't give you my week nine picks. If you wanted the week nine picks, you actually had to go to the Facebook page to see what was posted. You had to go to the Twitter page and see what was posted because yeah, these picks are posted also every single week. So if you ever think that hey, I didn't catch the picks on the podcast, I didn't get to hear what he said, you can at least see what I chose. Mighty Sports on Facebook. Follow them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter. That's what they're there for. They're there to help you out. And they're also there for me to let go of some steam. Also there for me to, you know, make some jokes every once in a while. So this is a week that we did good. We, we, didn't, we didn't do too bad. We went 8-5. and five. And the week that I didn't even get the chance to see, like I said, I was at the Jets game. So maybe we'll start off there. We, we, I, I actually witnessed the game that ended my season. Yet. It's a little hard, but it may be the only thing I have to talk about <laughs> because I didn't get to see any of the games. I didn't get to see one second of any game to memory this Sunday. Now pay attention to me. As I'm also telling you, I was at a game. I'm telling you, I did not see one second of any game to memory this weekend. Because of the simple fact that I went to the game that eliminated my team from all playoff contention. It's like one of those you Black, dirty, Yeah, that's how I feel about that. Because I have nowhere to go from here. So that they're currently at the point in time where if the rookie quarterback or any of those young quarterbacks are healthy, not named Geno Smith, they should start. But that's tough to sell because you want them to start with talent that's going to play. And uh, can you guarantee that Brandon Marshall and all those boys are going to go out there and give them 100%? For the young quarterback, as he as he goes through his learning process, as we see Melo hit a J with ball in his um, with a defender's J directly in his face. 67-62 Brooklyn. Ooh, as we see a hustle play from Brandon Jennings, he dives on the floor and picks up the ball, pushes it up the court, gives it to Melo as Melo gets to the three-point line. He drives, gives his man a crossover, cuts back, shoot, and he drains it. Whew. Yeah, he's a little, a little hezzy. Hit him with a crossover, a step back. Probably, probably thought he got fouled on that a little. Probably did. Who knows? So, 
we saw this was a week where why went eight and five, so we didn't do too bad. Start for the first game, Atlanta versus Tampa Bay, and that was a Thursday night game. And you wonder how did I not see the Thursday night game, folks? I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Cause I don't know if I remember seeing any of this Thursday night game because Sunday was really bad. Like you don't understand. Like we're talking about tailgating since eight thirty in the morning, leaving the game. Heading down to to our local watering hole to the end of the Sunday night game. Waking up Monday and wondering, was I on LSD? Because for some reason, the alcohol-infused gummy bears that I had, somebody kept on calling them LSD gummies. So all I had stuck in my head when I woke up was LSD, 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 LSD. Now, under any normal circumstances, would I take LSD? No. No, not at all. But I had no memory. Who knows what I did? I ain't know what I did, but my butthole didn't hurt, so I was okay. So we're going to go through these games, quick run down to run through, to run through the run down. This is one of my favorite instrumentals, just so you know. So if, if I lose my, if you hear me losing myself, if you hear me losing myself on this one any once in a while, that's because I zoned out. So Atlanta, um, so Atlanta played Tampa Bay at, um, in Tampa Bay. We picked Atlanta to pick um, to win that game, and yes, Atlanta did win the game. So Atlanta continued to go on a roll as Atlanta improves. As listen, if you hear me talk about any records, I'm going to talk about the best two teams in each in each division, right? But Atlanta does improve to six and three. As Atlanta's going to be one of those interesting teams because Atlanta's usually one of those teams that they fall off in the second half of the season. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if they can continue this momentum because Atlanta's always been a team that's considered to have talent with Matt Ryan and now Julio Jones. Before then, I I, keep, I can't remember the other wide receiver that they had that, that that was that was bad as shit, you know. But he was there, and as we as listen, this is a very fitness song. As as listen, as we told you again, Miracle Marijuana is, is a is a very good winner here for for six states. Sorry. In a game that saw Matt Ryan put up 27 fantasy points. How, you ask? Thank you for asking. 25 for 34 on passing. 344 yards, 4 touchdowns. Those went, 8 of those went to Julio Jones. 25 of those passes. Uh, 8 of those 25 passes went to Julio Jones. So Julio Jones not only basically accounted for a third of his passes, also accounted for basically a third of those of those yardage. 111 yards for Julio Jones as Julio Jones continues to ball out as he put up 17 fantasy points. And then behind him we see Freeman Adam doing his work as well. As, as Freeman was their leading rusher, as Freeman has been their leading rusher, he's been doing some work. As you see the Knicks finally take the lead with just under two and a half minutes to go. 70 to 69 New York. 
Next up was Detroit and Minnesota. We picked Minnesota to win that game, and Minnesota let us down again. And once again, as they lose, I wonder how, like, how did it, I wonder what did the rookie quarterback do to help? Oh, no, there's no rookie quarterback. There's no young quarterback here. This is the experienced Sam Bradford that, that felt some way about competing against, uh, against, against, against. This is this, this, this kid's name, Wentz in Philly. Well, guess what? Not only does Minnesota have the best record in their division at five and three. Well, guess what? Philadelphia Eagles don't have that luxury. <laughs> I don't have Philadelphia up here because they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, but they're close. If I'm not mistaken, all members I'm looking at, they are, they are close. And you have to remember, they have a rookie quarterback and they don't have such a great defense that Minnesota has. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And Minnesota is winning their division with five and three, you know, followed by Detroit at five and four. While Philadelphia is in a division with the Giants at five and three and the Dallas Cowboys at seven and one, and I'm telling you that Philadelphia Eagles have a have a close record to the Minnesota Vikings. So Sam Bradford, you know, they're in first place now. All I'm saying with Sam Bradford is that they have better making it to the playoffs. With not only the defense that they have, but also with the fact that they, they had a they had a hot enough start that for them not to make the playoffs would mean that they just completely had a complete and utter meltdown. And their system or their season just basically end up going to poops sustain. We're gonna head to commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna finish wrapping up week nine. We're gonna talk about week ten. We may talk about UFC 205, but we'll definitely continue to talk about this next game as we see it's tied 77, 70 to 70, with just under two minutes left to go in the third quarter. Let me put you in a game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multiverse has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you're listening, you're listening live on the MixLR app. You can also find the music band here. Or you can find all past show reels here as well. As also on all past live show reels. Because we've only been doing this live for about a month or so now. All unlive recorded music beds or show beds. You can find that in TuneIn Radio. 
Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm there too. I'm a little bit everywhere. Listen, listen to my boy DJ Scepter. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of everywhere you want to be. Pretty soon I'm going to be visiting these um, the Hollywood Browns again to see if we can continue. Ooh, let's, we see Luis Scola put a very good move on Christoph Perzingis, but he misses the shot. And the Knicks are up 72-70. to 70. Brandon Jennings takes a three-pointer, but it looks as if there was a turnover on the play as the Knicks players stepped out of bounds while dribbling. Ah, going on. One of those bad breaks. I think that was um, Vujacic, actually. Ooh, as they call it, foul of Vujacic on the other end. It's basically, he did to the guy of a guy what got done to him, but he did it so aggressively that he, that he actually had to foul call on him. Can't, do, can't make plays like that. It's plays like that that isn't winning basketball because now what happens is that you unnecessarily send the player to the line. You stop the clock. And you give them free throws. He misses the first one, so so far it was a good foul. But hey, that's not what you need. That's not what you need. As Kamal Anthony goes to the bench, try to get some rest. On the court, we see Brandon Jennings, as we said, Vujicic, Christoph Porzingis. The other two players are fairly new. Can't quite make them out yet. But one of them is that I, I can't pronounce his name yet. But his name's kind of look like Christmas or something like that. As we see him get the get a huge block at the rim. Whoa! As the Knicks slow it down with just 20 seconds left on the shot clock, but 26 seconds left on the game clock for the quarter. So we have about 10 second difference between game clock and shot clock. As we Christoph Porzingis is trying to post up his man, he has position, but oh, great play by New Jersey as he came from the weak uh, from the weak side. I think that may have been. I don't want to say that's Booker, but it could be Booker. Knicks put it up. Half court shot. One second left. Nothing. 72-71. End of the third. As we continue with the Mighty Sports Podcast. Ooh, sorry. Feeling a little tingling in me. That's one, that's one of my medical disabilities. I have, I have some horrible knee issues that cause me agony every single day. So... As we had Minnesota beat in Detroit, Detroit actually happened to take down Minnesota to try to also close the gap between them and that division. As Minnesota improves to, as Detroit improves to five and four, Minnesota falls to five and three. In a game that you saw for Minnesota, Bradford put up fourteen fantasy points, Diggs put up nine, and guess what? Ronnie Hillman from Denver is in Minnesota trying to run that ball a little bit. The only reason I mention him, because the only reason I'm even going to mention him is because he, I, I realized that he was in the game. I, I didn't realize he was there this whole entire time. Um, For Detroit in that game, we saw Prater put up 15 fantasy points, Stafford put up 14, and we saw Tate put up 13. As we saw Tate do some nasty, oh, I saw some highlights of Tate do some nasty plays to score a touchdown. As we see this stupid LeBron James pass by, Talking about come out of nowhere. Please, they've been broadcasting you since you were 16. What do you mean come out of nowhere? Everybody saw you coming. They, you could, if you didn't see you come once again, just like, just like, if you didn't know that Donald Trump got elected president today because you were underneath a rock, then guess what? If you didn't know LeBron James had been coming, then you had been under a rock because they've been, they've been airing his high school game since he was 16 on ESPN. 16. Next up was the Pittsburgh 
was the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Baltimore Ravens. As we saw the Baltimore Ravens beat the Pittsburgh Steelers um, 21-14. Game that we saw Wallace with 18 fantasy points. Um, down that Baltimore defense put up 15. And Joe Flacco put up 14. As Pittsburgh Steelers continue to struggle. And we see them now in a complete deadlock with Baltimore for the first place of the AFC North. As I told you, New York Jets took on the Miami Dolphins, and we'll go back and talk about that game. Eh, we'll just give you the fantasy numbers, because like I said, I didn't remember that game. I do remember meeting some great people, um, took some took some nice jello um, vodka shots, uh, took some nice jello shots, took some vodka gummies, <laughs> barely any food. I, honestly, the only reason I would have ate, the only reason I ate food is because on my way, on my way to go visit a friend of mine's, like, um, I got a sausage, and then when I got back to him, to my friend, they offered me a burger and some chicken. Because there was some BS going on with the food that I was that uh, on my place, and by the time I came around, like there was no food there. Like motherfuckers be bullshitting, but they'll, but they'll swear otherwise. So New York Jets lost that game, twenty-three to twenty-seven. And again, I also thought that the New York Jets definitely had the opportunity to win. So I am going to say I'm a little disappointed because also that disappointment comes with the fact that that loss completely ended the New York Jets season. So New York Jets have absolutely nothing to play for right now, but they do have the opportunity to see if they can put in some of this young talent. And if they can find out and if they can put in this young talent and, and start getting this, ta this young talent acclimated into the news, into the system, then maybe they can hit the ground running for next year and not have to try to just worry about what can be done in the preseason. They can actually they can actually go into full game mode because listen, you know what they've said. The easiest way to get injured is for you to come out there as if you're not playing full speed. Because listen, while the Jets may not have anything to play for, the teams that they're playing may have things to play for. And if the Jets are gonna think that they can, they could come out there and be lackluster, and they're gonna have so they're gonna be sadly mistaken. And then next you know we're gonna start seeing injuries and start seeing the team crumble like house of cards. This game saw Matt Forte, who happens to be one of my fantasy players. <laughs> he put up 15 fantasy points. We saw the kicker folk put up 11. We saw Brandon Marshall put up an additional 11. For the Miami, for the Miami Dolphins. And the one guy that that really did make me nervous going into this game more than anything else is also being stuff the fact that he had also recently caught some um having catching steam is is what if his um Joseph Ajaji, right? As he put up 18 fantasy points, that that Miami defense put up 13, and he saw Jones also put up 13. As the New York Jets uh, New York Jets lost that game 23-27. Next game was up at was Dallas versus Cleveland. <laughs> so here we go. Dallas versus Cleveland. As I told you, I have completely 100% percent 
And I told you this a couple, couple weeks ago, I have completely 100% bought into the hype that is Dallas because you know what? For one of the few times, they are just doing what's right. And they're not worried about the politics or the opticals or anything else. They are just playing who should be starting right now. And the right thing to do is, is to start this young kid, um, Dak Prescott. And you know what they found? Right now, he is balling. And once you go Dak, you should not go back. But apparently, we're going to do that with our presidency. Once you go black, we're going to go back. Plus, they have another black candidate. So, you know, that's not quite fair. But Dallas took down Cleveland. In a, in a dominating game, the game that you thought they should dominate. With Dak Prescott putting up 23 points, we saw Ezekiel Elliott putting up damn near 18, and and also Des Bryant put up one. Just wanted to mention that because Des Bryant was on my team. He was completely useless. Completely useless piece of piece of piece of horse manure. But hopefully he can eventually go off, and we can see some things get done. And we saw Kessler put up 13 fantasy points for, for Cleveland. I don't even know who Kessler is. Didn't take, 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 didn't take time to have to look. Didn't take the time to look. <laughs> didn't even take the time to look, to be honest with you. Didn't even care enough. As we saw the Knicks up 77 to 71 as the Knicks players go into the line. So next up was Jacksonville versus Kansas City. As we saw Jacksonville. And I'm not going to lie. When I first got the results of this game, my um, the information was given to me wrong. And by mean that the information was given to me wrong, I mean that I took the information down wrong. <laughs> and I thought Kansas City had lost this game. And automatically, I regretted it. I regretted it, I regretted it. I was like, man, I wish this was one game. As we see on the line for the New York Knicks is Willie Hernandez. Hey. Yeah. Hey. That was a perfect time for that. I, 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 I couldn't even plan that. As you see the Knicks up by eight with just under 10 minutes to go. Escola with the ball just on the right wing. Left wing, sorry. <clears throat> so initially I thought this game was 14 to 9 for Kansas for Jacksonville. And I was like, oh, Kansas City had one of those games where they couldn't score anything and all they did was make a bunch of field goals and this, that, and the third. And then I realized like, oh no, Kansas City won 9 to 14. Because I, I, I was like, I wish I was going to see this game if they lost. I, I, I wanted to know how because you know what I say. When it comes to me picking Kansas City, there's nothing more important to me than the injury factor. And yes, remember how we've been debating about about who are some of the best quarterback, um, who are some of the best coaches in, in the league. I still think Andy Reid gets 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 overlooked a lot. And I looked up the rankings. Andy Reid is ranked ten amongst current quarterbacks. I mean, against amongst current head coaches. I still think that's low. I still think you could put him in the top five, behind Pete Carroll, behind um, Bill Belichick. Um, there's um, somebody, um, they mentioned Sean Payton at, at some point in time, and I don't know if Sean Payton right now is, if I can put him right there, just because he's not consistently winning. Andy Reid oh, has always won, and that's been the thing about it. Like, regardless of what you think about his offense, his defense, or whatever his team has, Sean Payton doesn't his team has always win. Like they have some of these horrific seasons. Andy Reid, his team actually wins. Every time I look at an Andy Reid team, they're just about 10-digit wins. I mean, not 10-digit, but with double-digit wins. So I, I put him I put him ahead of guys like Sean Payton. Now, the other guy that was very close <coughs> is Mike Tomlin. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> 
So, <clears throat> sorry about that. <coughs> Woo! Auto just came over me. <coughs> oh, we're going to take a quick pause. Who found a message for the last section of this podcast? Nope, can't do that. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry for this. <sighs> okay. I think I have my wits about me. I guess we gotta go in commercial then. trying to figure out what to do on a Friday again. Well, stop worrying, stop thinking, head to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find DJ Septa mix in the lounge room, so you can start dancing and start drinking with DJ Septa. Listen, I'm gonna say if you're an introvert, you may need to start drinking so you can start dancing. This is what we do to make sure you do with DJ Septa. Listen, ladies, you bring your sexy, fellas, you bring your swag. Let's go down to Capone's. There's more. I'm trying to figure out what to do tonight on a Wednesday. You can find DJ Sep at O'Malley's. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. DJ Sep to playing everywhere you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, bachelor and bachelorette party. DJ Sep to put some royal touch on everything. Reservations. Let's go to Bookings. At djsepta.com.
all back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you are listening, sorry for the end of the last segment. Excuse me. I got extremely choked up there. That wasn't even due to like excessive anything else. That was just a complete choke up. So hopefully we're recovered. <clears throat> we can make it through the last section of the show. Listen, you get the picks tonight. You get the mighty picks tonight. Yeah. So we gotta hurry up and wrap and run through week nine so we can talk about some week ten. So Next game, you saw a Giants take on Philly. I originally picked Philly to take on this game, and we are starting to see really 100% the lackluster of... <coughs> Excuse me. We are starting to see the lust of Wentz starting to wear off a little bit as he starts to come a little bit down to earth, be a little bit settled down, and... Lose all the games yet. I just kind of think he should be losing. <coughs> Man. I haven't been this bad since I was actually sick. I'm trying to do the podcast. <coughs> bear with me. Bear with me. Hopefully this passes. <coughs> So the Giants take down the Philadelphia Eagles, 28 to 25. Again, I saw um, Eli Manning put up 22 fantasy points. That defense put up, sorry, not the defense. Old dirty player put up 16, and Shepard put up 11. As Sturgis and Wentz for Philadelphia put up 10 each. Next up, Carolina took on LA. And this is a game that I picked Carolina. I had actually picked LA to go into to Carolina and win. And it's one of those games I was also a little bit nervous of just because another one of those games. Like these these are division games to me. That's how I look at that one. So I'm not sure if Carolina is just finding their way to, to start making this comeback that they need to do if they're gonna make themselves any noise. Or if they're gonna make any noise and try to bring any kind of credibility to what they did last year because it's starting to look like what they did last year was a complete fluke almost. <clears throat> as we see another week, as we saw, I don't know if this happened this week, uh, but, you know, finally, Cam Newton gets a chance to go sit down with Roger Cadella and talk to him. And they talk about all the hits and the very next game he comes out and wins. So, I said, don't know what 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 was to give there, but that was only thirteen to ten. So I act like it was a great game. Um, Cam Newton put up fourteen fantasy points. Greg Olson put up eleven. That defense put up nine. Keys, um, you see, Keenan put up thirteen. Britt put up ten, and that defense also put up ten for LA. That's the kind of game they had. <clears throat> New Orleans took on San Francisco, right? And and, and beat the brakes out of them. Off, I should say, beat the, yeah, beat the brakes off off them. In the game that kind of thought that would happen, but in the game that disappointed me even more. Because I had to hear that that, that that Colin Kaepernick, and I haven't given out the door award in a while, and I probably should have set it up for this one. Right? But Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick decides not to go vote. 
after everything that he has done to help, and, and, and you, I, am, I am definitely a supporter of him taking a knee and because I'm one, I'm one of those people that say that he shouldn't stop taking a knee because he should take it for the whole entire season because this is something that he needs to constantly bring aware. Um, um, <coughs> he needs to constantly bring bring awareness to. And what happens is that the moment he stops taking a knee, he allows people to be complacent again. And as long as that his image is kind of forcing people to constantly not have to be complacent because they constantly have to see him and he has to constantly be a reminder, I'm all for that. But then to do all of that and then not decide to go and vote, I'm not going to call, it shows his ignorance and ignorance, lack of knowledge, right? It shows his ignorance and his youth that he would think that after doing all of this and saying everything that he did that not voting would have been the right step to continue taking while trying to have this kind of stance not only like should he have known he was wrong um, somebody that was handling him could have told him like yo dog I feel you right but nah Gosh, to go vote, or at least tell don't tell anybody that you didn't go vote. Tell that's your private business, and, and and you know they don't need to know about that. As we see the Knicks finally go, as we see the Knicks continue to go up and take the lead, as they're up by 14, 92 to 78, with just a little bit, just a little over six minutes to go in the third quarter. First, sorry, fourth quarter. As we see Brooklyn takes a shot and they break. Brandon Jennings brings the ball up the quarter. He controls the offense, and we see it. As we see an offense now with. Brandon Jennings, Courtney Lee, Camilla Anthony, no Christoph Porzingis, no Derrick Rose. Um, the two young guys that they picked up from the D League. I'm trying to see if any one of these guys is my dude Plumley. <clears throat> but no, I don't see a Plumley on there. I see the two. I see the two K brothers. Kismas, um, Kismaskis, and uh, no, and this is Hernan Gomez. As we see Brandon Jennings and Kilpatrick starting to argue. San Diego beats Tennessee um, in a game where we see uh, we see Gordon continue to shine. Um, that game was 43 to 45, 43 to 35 in the favor of San Diego. Gordon puts up 31 fantasy points. Rivers puts up 30, um, 19, and that defense comes away with 14. This wasn't a bad game for Tennessee. This was a game that they just couldn't pull out. Mariota puts up 25 fantasy points um, with Matthews in 18 and DeMarco Murray with 13. DeMarco Murray uh, continues to run well. Good enough to good enough to be. Good enough to be noticed. Let's just put it that way. To continue to be noticed after leaving Dallas. Good enough to continue to be noticed after leaving Dallas. Green Bay loses a loses a hot one to Indiana. As as the talk about this Green Bay starting to fall off continues continues to happen. If they're gonna continue to lose games like this, because listen, as it currently stands, they're nowhere in this playoff hunt. We have Minnesota five and three, Detroit at five and four. Green Bay's not there. They're gonna need to tighten their game up. And um, Aaron Rodgers had twenty-five fantasy points. Jordy Nelson had fifteen. Adams had ten. Look at that. The shooter just didn't go in their favor, and you can't do it without defense as well. All right? Gore put up nineteen. Luck put up twelve. Juan Creed put up eleven. Oakland beat Denver thirty to twenty in a game that. I was happy to see Oakland win because 
if Oakland's going to be is, is going to continue to start taking these next steps, and they have to be the team like Denver, a team like Denver that has 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 all defense and no offense um, per se, versus a team like Oakland has all offense and no defense. You see, as we see, surprisingly, the top of that division is Oakland seven and two, and Kansas City at six and two. Yeah. Denver is gonna fight. Is trying to fight. Is gonna try to fight to make the playoffs. And Seattle beat the Buffalo in a game that was that was a lot better than. And let me, oh, let me just run over those real quick. Um, John Murray for Oakland put at thirty fantasy points. The kicker um, Janikowski had eleven, and that defense put up eight. And Simeon for Denver put up fifteen. Bibbs um, thirteen, and Norwood eleven. A bunch of people that probably don't, you don't even know and probably don't even matter. But Seattle beat Buffalo in a very close game. In a game that had its controversies at the end for a couple of stuff that Richard Sherman did by basically just playing through the... Um, by, by Richard Sherman basically playing through the whistle and not giving up a free kick or what could have been potentially... Giving up a kick on... Giving up a field goal on what could have been a free kick. He played through the whistle, which is a smart move to make. Um, Tyrod Taylor went 27 for 38, one touchdown, one interception, 289 passing yards with 43 rushing yards. Sean McCoy um, had 21 attempts for 85 yards, basically averaging four yards per carry. And we also saw for the Buffalo Bills, Robert Woods, snatching 10 receptions for 162 yards. On the other side of that, Russell Wilson hobbled, trying to still find his um, keep his rhythm. You can see he's not quite himself because in the game I said Tyrod Taylor had 43 rushing yards. Russell Wilson only had 10. But he was 20 for 26 on his passing. Two touchdowns, no, intercep um, no, no interceptions. For 282 yards. Their highest rusher on that Seattle team had 13 yards rushing. That's the kind of game they had in Seattle. Jimmy Graham, the tight end, biggest pass catcher, eight catches, 103 yards, two touchdowns, both of those one-handed. As that was my five-minute warning, believe it or not, as we finally get a chance to finish up week nine. So here comes week 10 as it rolls around the corner. Let's he end the show kind of how we started it. Week 10 starts off with four teams in a bye week. We have Buffalo, Detroit, Indiana, and Cleveland. So first up, we have Cleveland versus Baltimore. I have Baltimore taking that game. We have Carolina going up against Kansas City. And I am sorry. You see? I'm gonna tell you what happened here. This is the flick of the this is the flick of the marker that I have Kansas City. I have Carolina winning because I have Carolina winning at home. But I'm telling you right now, I'm picking this game for the Kansas for the for the, for the Andy Reid factor. Which I call the ARF. This this is how I am officially changing for the ARF, the Andy Reid factor. Andy Reid factor. So here we go. So I have actually Kansas City beating Carolina. I have Denver over New Orleans. That's a weird one to me too.
because New Orleans is going to be at home and Denver has been struggling a little bit. I don't know if they can keep all of those weapons down and not score them. Jeez. I guess I'm just changing everything, huh? And I shouldn't change initial reaction stuff, but but because that's not how I like to roll. But that's what happens. I have New York Jets um, beating LA because that's my team, and I can't go against them. We see the New York Knicks up 100 to 83 with three minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter, as Brooklyn is currently at the line. I have Green Bay beating Tennessee on the road. I have Atlanta going into Philly and beating them. Minnesota going into Washington and beating them. I have Houston going into Jacksonville and beating them. I have Tampa Bay beating Chicago at home. I have San Diego defending their home tour and beating Miami. I have Arizona defending home beating San Francisco. But I have Oakland going into... I'm sorry, I have Dallas going into Pittsburgh and taking that game. I have... Where's Oakland? Where's the Oakland game at today? Did I miss a, did I miss a team? Buffalo, Detroit, Indy, Cleveland. Where's Oakland? <clears throat> Cleveland at Dallas, at Baltimore, Kansas City at Carolina, Denver at New Orleans, LA versus New the Jets, Green Bay over Tennessee, Atlanta over Philly, Minnesota over Washington, Houston over Jacksonville, Chicago over Tampa Bay, Miami over San Diego, San Francisco over Arizona, Dallas over Pittsburgh, I have Seattle over New England, and Cincinnati over the Giants. I don't really look at this. Something doesn't look right here. I feel like there's a team missing. I feel like there's something missing. There's something missing, right? We're gonna go through. We're gonna go through these records real quick. AFC East leaders. We have the Patriots at seven and one, with the Miami Dolphins trailing behind them at four and four. In the AFC West, we have the Oakland Raiders at seven and two, followed by the Kansas City Chiefs at six and two. In the North, we have the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh. Steelers tied both at four and four. In the south we have Houston and Indy. We have Houston at five and three, followed by Indy at four and five. Now switching over to the NFC East, we have Dallas leading seven and one. There's only two seven and one teams of Patriots and the, and the Dallas Cowboys so far. But they're not the only seven-win team, as we also have Oakland, as I told you, with also seven wins. In the West, we have Seattle at five and two, followed by Arizona at three and four. In the North, we have Minnesota at five and three, followed by Detroit at five and four. And in the South, we have Atlanta at six and three, followed by New Orleans at four and four. And don't forget that this weekend we have UFC two hundred five, where Conor McGregor is going to take on Eddie Alvarez to try to be a two division winning champ.
I don't know if that made sense when I said it. But we said we have Brown, we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. I have Baltimore. Kansas City over I have Kansas City um over the Carolina Panthers. I have the New Orleans Saints over Denver Broncos, New York Jets over the LA Rams. I have the Green Bay Packers over the Tennessee Titans. Aaron Rodgers can't continue to suck. If he loses this game, then we're gonna have to reveal his whole entire season. We have the Atlanta Falcons over the Philadelphia Eagles, even though Philly's gonna be at home. Minnesota over Red oh, <coughs> Minnesota over Washington. I have Houston over Jacksonville Jaguars. We have Chicago over Tampa Bay. I have sorry, I have Tampa Bay over Chicago. I have San Diego beating the Dolphins. Carolina beating the Brakes over the 49ers. Yeah, I guess I didn't. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I didn't miss a game. So, did I miss a team for the bye week? Is that what I did? Buffalo, Detroit, Indiana, and Cleveland. No, sorry. That wasn't Cleveland. That was Oakland. Ah, no wonder. So, Buffalo, Detroit. See, I knew Oakland wasn't somewhere there. If they were not supposed to be on the bye week. So there we go. Bye week this week. Buffalo, Detroit, Indiana, Oakland. Thank you, folks. That is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Donna T. Tillis. I couldn't leave you guys with no wondering what was going to go on. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to try to enjoy the rest of this night. Remember, Donald Trump is now your new president. New York Knicks are looking like they're about to um, beat the Brooklyn Nets. Don't forget, NBA 2K17 is out just as well as... WWE 2K17. There's a bunch of other games on the 2K and Rockstar titles. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening. Don't forget, you can catch me on all platforms. You can catch me on Facebook, Twitter. The webpage is still in the works. We're still working on that. Instagram, not Instagram, but on MixLR, if you want to hear me live, that's M-I-X-L-R, Mighty Mighty Sports, TuneIn Radio, Mighty Sports, any and everywhere. But thank you again. Stay tuned, stay blessed, and whatever you do, even though Donald Trump is president, don't stress. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't pull me together again. Lay down, lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Take that, take that, take that. My teeth!